Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another brand new episode of Decoding the Unknown. As always, I'm your host, Simon. Welcome to the show. What happens here is uh, Kevin, actually, today has written me something. Kate Yup, captive or clickbait. Kevin recently, uh, around the writer's for decoding the unknown has been on a absolute um what do you call it like not a binge but like a he's been on the internet mystery train and he was like simon this is one of the biggest ones out there and i'm like i've never heard of this which is super weird uh because he's like dude this is like the most famous one there is and i'm like wait but we did the cicada thing there was the pink floyd thing we there's internet mysteries but this is one apparently that i didn't that I just didn't know about. Anyway, uh, what we do, uh, if you're new here, welcome. Kevin writes this to me. I've never read it before. It's called a cold read. Uh, let's just get into it, shall we? Anonymity is a hell of a drug. For most of my life, I used a pseudonym online because I didn't want my online persona to be connected with my real life in any way. What were you up to, Kevster? It was like I was posting all over neo <laughs> Just kidding. Despite being well-known in the online Magic the Gathering community, I was not interested in being well-known when I went to Magic tournaments or events. It didn't help that my online persona was a caricature, a Colbert Show-style exaggeration of my actual identity, trying to prey on comedic edginess for clicks. (laughs) I know nothing about that. It helps even less as I was much younger and more stupid, so looking back at some of my writing is a bit cringe-inducing. Oh my god. everyone does everyone feel this way where it's like anything you made in the past you're like oh cringe like i look back on videos that i made two years ago and i'm like oh cringe (laughs) and i know i just know because it's just my whole life i know that what i'm making right now i'm gonna look back on in like two years and be like oh cringe whistle boy why are you so cringe and how did you not become so cringe like right now even though i know future me is gonna be like uncomfortable. To be honest, when I first contacted Simon about writing for him, it was very difficult to find anything in my past that I consider to be that I could consider to be a suitable writing sample. But overall, my anonymity worked out pretty well. My real-world friends knew my identity, but that was fine. Unfortunately, it meant some real-world people I was not actually friends with knew my identity, which led to an internet stranger successfully doxing me. Oh no! But even that turned out okay. Well, at least they didn't dox you by like calling the uh, what are people doing like SWAT, the bomb squad. Dude, people die. Like, people have been shot from that kind of stuff. Didn't some guy go to jail as he should um, for doing that? I went from being one of Magic's greatest villains to being a sympathetic character overnight, and watching the hate and vitriol being spewed at the person who had decided to dox me was more than a little satisfying. Then I embarked on a project which would be both my most successful and my biggest mistake. I started a podcast with a couple of other well known Magic bags. Oh. Ah, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Who shall I do it with? I don't know. Maybe the douchiest people I can find? I just do it with myself, which is uh, all the douchebagginess that you could ever need. By my standards of the day, it was a pretty popular show. By today's standards, our numbers wouldn't even been big enough to get sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, I don't know, Kevin. 
I think if you get about five or six downloads, Raid Shadow Legends come along and like, you want to, we need you. We need Jeff Goldblum, who recently did an advert for Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Mind blown. A spider queen. <laughs> and Kevin's Magic Podcast. Still, we had a lot of fun making the show, and for the longest time I thought the only thing I wouldn't like about it was having to do the editing. Then it all changed. That all changed one day when I went to a Grand Prix Magic Magic's largest open invitation tournament. Oh, they call it a Grand Prix as well. I was like, oh, you went to see the Formula One, huh? That's a, a, a random aside, Kevin. I went outside for a smoke between rounds, and while talking to someone about how the event was going, a stranger recognized my voice from the show. He walked up to me and said, hey, man, just want to say I'm a big fan. While I was polite about it and we wound up becoming friends, my immediate thought when this happened was, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I do not want this to be part of my life whenever I go to compete in the tournament. I was only recognized a few times over the years, but still more than I would have liked. Because I'm such a massive egoist, I don't know, I'm always like, I'm like, oh, hello, nice to meet you. Yes, hi, yes, excellent. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. And inside I'm like, ooh, look at me. <laughs> I make shows on the internet. Uh, it's still exciting. I think also because... I don't know, it doesn't happen to me that much, but uh, I can imagine this getting extremely tiresome after a while. Um, but I still, I don't know, I still like it and it's cool. It's like, oh, look, I touched someone's life who I don't even know, even if it's in a weird, like, tiny way. They're like, oh, you're the internet fact boy. You know, I don't know, I kind of like it. I guess it's just a different personality vibe trait, whatever. Remaining <laughs> egoism. Remaining as anonymous as possible can be very easy as a writer and even as a disembodied voice in a podcast, but what about for a YouTuber? There is now the option of being a VTuber, I've heard about these recently, or virtual YouTuber, who uses an avatar and never shows their face, something along the lines of Corpse Husband or Iron Mouse. I have no idea who Iron Mouse is. I don't know much about Corpse Husband. I feel like these are people who are... I'm gonna gonna a like date myself or make myself seem like an old person, but I feel like these are uh, like virtual YouTubers and corpse husbands appeal to people who are just a bit younger than me. Corpse husband seems to do a weird music style who speaks like this, and I'm like, what the f is going on, corpse husband? Ah, but he's very popular. That works out well to conceal your identity for playing games, but if you want a career as a mukbang YouTuber, someone who eats massive quantities of food for the camera, hiding your identity to avoid public recognition could be a bit trickier. Even trickier still would be someone else trying to hide the identity of the person on camera in the hopes that no one would ever recognize or come looking for her. And with that rather lengthy introduction, I, Kevin seems to be giving Danny a a run for his uh, money. Danny does Business Blaze, uh, Brain Blaze renames another channel that I do, which has extremely long introductions. Who is Kate Yup? On March the 12th, 2018, a YouTube channel was registered under the name Kate Yup. Her first video was published about a month later. In the video, we see Kate, a petite woman likely of Southeast Asian descent, wearing a blue mask to conceal her face from the mouth up and devouring 11 pounds, that's 5 kilograms of raw salmon. What are you up to, Kate? Uh, I know you can eat raw salmon, but also I feel like it can have those worms and shit in it, you know, that give you problems. Is that salmon? Five kilograms. That's an unbelievable amount of food. The video opens with her whispering the words, Today, salmon challenge. Okay, it's weird. And that is as much of a, as a of her voice 
as anyone would ever hear. Aside from the occasional few words whispered, she never spoke. It's a good way for a person to hide their true speaking voice, and most videos did not even contain a whisper, at least not from her. Her entire channel was dedicated to ASMR mukbang. This is so... I, I mean... I know people are into different things, and usually I'm like, okay, you're into that. But just listening to the sounds of people eating, I just find so unpleasant. I'm always like, just this, I just don't get it. As a person who is not a fan of either of these things, this was incredibly painful for me to research. So you're welcome. <laughs> it was clear from the start that Kate wanted our identity to remain hidden. Even the profile picture for her YouTube channel wasn't her. It was just a stock photo of some woman eating fries in a burger. <laughs> How did this channel take off? I'm assuming it takes off, otherwise we wouldn't know about it. As the months went on, Kate uploaded more and more videos, everyone featuring her consuming an unholy amount of seafood. For anyone unfamiliar with mukbang, it's a trend that began in South Korea. Koreans love their portmanteaus, with mukbang being a combination of Moknyon meaning eating and ban song meaning broadcast. I always thought that bang song meant Barry Wise, but this South Korean trend was trying to set a different kind of mood. Oh, bang song, I get it. I get it because it's setting the mood with some Barry White. Mark. <laughs> It's a very childish joke though, isn't it? Mugbang was traditionally done via live stream with a broadcaster chatting with their audience while eating. That was really the whole point of it. K-Yub's videos began gaining popularity early on for their much more unusual take. It was never streamed, she never spoke, rarely whispered, and it was always vast amounts of seafood. It's not uncommon for Mukbang to feature people eating far more food than they ever should, or for there to be an ASMR component. Still, there was something unusual about her videos. She seemed to be a petite, quirky girl who just loved seafood a little bit too much and wanted to keep her anonymity. Okay, so why make a channel? Just quietly enjoy your love of seafood. I mean, I get it. She probably turned this into a whole business, but wow but this made people even more curious about who she was it's one thing to quietly remain anonymous but when someone goes out of their way to make it clear to their viewers that they want to be as anonymous as kate they're going to experience the full force of the streisand effect now with the full stalker-like attention of their viewers every movement every bite and every breath was going to be under the most intense scrutiny imaginable yeah i think that's the problem like i don't know i am quite private mm like i'll tell my life stories and stuff but i never give too many like specific details like, i don't want to give where i live i don't want to give my kids names and stuff or like have them or my wife and stuff or featured on videos because i'm like that's not my privacy that's their privacy and my family's privacy and i think people generally i mean also my life's really boring <laughs> it's not like people are like let's find out about simon's kids and people will be like nobody cares <laughs> which is great um, but I think if it's this person, especially, I don't know, I feel like you're, you're gonna run into your, like, <laughs> dudes who are a bit, you know, a bit too obsessed, basically, on the internet, and they'll be like, let's find out who she is, and, uh, really, let's not, let's not do that, but you can see why it happens. A dark turn. Alright, forget about placing attention on the minutiae of Kate's videos. How about the giant f***ing bruise on her arm and the open cut on her lip that appeared in one of her videos? Oh my. This was when people went from being intrigued to concerned. In each one of her videos, she appeared to be eating faster and faster, as if being forced out to eat by someone off camera. Oh my god. Is she going to be a victim of, like, slavery? Modern-day slavery, where they've captured this girl and they're forcing her to do this for views? Uh, that is, that just went from, like, cute, 
like i mean cute it's a it's a bit weird isn't it but like i understand okay it's like us oh, you know a girl eats seafood okay it's kind of cute whatever so like absolutely terrifying the injuries were also a major red flag and her explanation didn't help she claimed that the bruise on her arm was from the sun and that the cut on her lip was herpes while many videos and amateur sleuths will still claim otherwise these are both plausible answers she had a similar blemish on her lip in many videos normally in the same spot which would be considered consistent with cold sores considering the vigor with which she plunged face first into shellfish it's also possible that they were simply cuts from a sharp piece of shell or it's just a cold sore like she said or i thought she didn't speak so how do we find this find this out anyway as for the skin people with darker skin and have dark spots caused by exposure to the sun that look very much like bruises it's a common enough problem that they sell over-the-counter creams for that at most drugstores there you go something i didn't know still people were in full-on conspiracy mode so these explanations were not deemed satisfactory by the masses and they kept digging it didn't take long for this search to turn something up while she claimed to be recording alone in many of her videos you can hear a male whisper to do to her things like just eat swallow and faster that is mega creepy in one video she begins to slow down and the table jolts as if being kicked while in another video when her eating had slowed the bowl of dipping sauce she dunks all of her seafood in is pushed closer to her indicating her to hurry up and eat that is this has gone from like as i just said this is entering full creepster town there are claims at one point that the male voice, voice whispers i kill you I was able to distinctly hear the word kill, but no matter how many times I listened, I could not make out the full sentence over the incessant slurping and swallowing of pound after pound of raw seafood. Okay, Kevin, take a deep breath. Simon didn't request this topic. You did this to yourself. So quit whining about how much you hate mukbang and get on with it. Yeah, I can even imagine these sounds in my mind and it's unpleasant. So, Kevin, I completely empathize with you. I'm sorry I had to go through this. But you chose this, my man. You you came to me and were like, dude, this internet mystery is up your street. I was like, all right, <laughs> you're going to be watching all those Markman videos. I mean, I didn't know it then, but I know it now. While it was only later, after the alleged bruises appears, that people began to notice these things, they were there all along. In Kate Yarp's very first video, about halfway through, you can hear the sounds of a chair move, followed by a footstep approaching the direction of the microphone. Kate does not react to this at all, not even when a male voice can very distinctly heard to whisper, suck my c What? Uh that's intense a few seconds later between mouthfuls of salmon kate whispers i love this so i suppose we can't rule out some sort of weird rule 34 fetish situation yet there are all sorts of theories about what's going on here and we'll cover as many of them as possible but one thing is for certain whatever is going on in these videos it's been going on since the start okay so this could be some sort of like weird fetish thing i guess which is a better answer than like slavery uh hmm the videos already had a potentially injured woman and the voices of alleged male captors so how much deeper could this mystery get well a lot fans started to become concerned that the already slender katie yup appeared to be losing weight despite eating these massive amounts of food this is not necessarily incongruous with other mukbang streamers or prof or professional competitive eaters they often spend extreme amounts of time working out so as not to die from all of the food they eat were this the case however one would expect kate's appearance to either stay the same or for her to become more muscular and toned since having started her channel instead of the already small arms just becoming smaller there's also the small matter of her teeth which had a nasty habit of breaking and falling out during her videos wow fortunately it only happened in two videos but that's still two videos too many for someone to reach into their mouth and pull out a tooth it was immediately speculated that the damage to her teeth was the result of abuse this is getting real dark kevin 
To fans, the most compelling detail of all, of all, however, were the messages that Kate hid in her videos. English is clearly not her first language, and there's a lot of evidence pointing to her living in France. While she rarely spoke in the videos, she would often edit them afterwards to include captions about what was going on, usually in a fun and lighthearted matter. How do we know that she's writing the captions, though? In one of the captions, she says, This meat is so delicious, uh, with oh my i see so jen throw this up on the screen now the text and i'll put this on for our uh, um podcast listeners i'll describe it it's basically the capital there's a capital s a capital o and another capital s so in that word clearly sticks out sos and immediately viewers notice the letters sos were capitalized this would give me pause at first as well but watching through her videos and checking out the other captions she is prone to misspellings and arbitrary capitalizations kate or whoever was running her channel were clearly aware of all the theories surrounding her on august the 15th 2019 she posted another mark bang video titled i am alive as a response to all the comments that were that she was in danger however viewers quickly noticed the first four captions that appeared on screen hey i'm still alive my friends you can see to you can see to my smile everything is okay for me look at me are you really thinking i am forced to eat prawn just smaller than giant shrimps and easier to eat because i removed the skin the first letter of each of these sentences was help no oh this one seems like much less of a coincidence there is also a video in which kate starts tapping her bowl of dipping sauce which a commenter immediately identified as morse code for i need help okay with that one though i'm like wait how does she know morse code random people don't know morse code random people know the sos code from titanic or whatever but random people don't know morse code so i'm beginning to think that this is all a bit of a uh, a hoax Although it's a dangerous hoax, because if someone reports this to the police, like, that's going to lead to some trouble, right? The FBI or whoever, the French FBI, are going to be like, Open the door! FBI! Several others immediately pointed out that no, it's not, and that if it was intended to be Morse code for anything, it was completely unintelligible. Okay. Well, let me go back to that. Uh, these latter comments were irrelevant because the previous one had so many likes that it was the first comment that anybody would see, and one comment deep as far as most people is as far as most people are usually willing to go on the internet. True. The straw that broke the internet conspiracy theorists back, however, came on November the 10th, 2019. This was in the video in which she lost two teeth was uploaded. Near the end of the video, her caption reads, Oh my god, I can die in peace after this bite. She was never heard from again is going on this is so creepy it's gotta be a uh like a prank right like a joke join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Now, just before we continue with the episode today, little word from one of our fantastic sponsors, Wondery, who, I mean, look, you're listening to a podcast, aren't you, right now? You know what Wondery make? They make podcasts. I'm going to guess you're probably into podcasts, and I think you'll be into this new podcast from Wondery, American History Tellers, The Great Mississippi Flood. What is it? Well, it's from Wondery. I said that already, didn't I? It's a podcast that explores extraordinary events from our nation's past. Not my nation's past, America's past, but it's still very interesting. I make videos about America all the time. It's fun stuff and brings them to life. In an all-new season, you'll learn about a tragedy. Well, that's not so fun, is it? <laughs> good, good job, Simon. 
uh, that's often overlooked in American history, the Great Mississippi Flood. And you know how I knew this is overlooked? Because I've never heard of it. And I have made all sorts of videos about American history. And I'm the Great Mississippi Flood, you say what now? Tell me more, Wondry, tell me more. Well, I'll tell you a little bit more and then you can, uh, well, go grab the podcast and give it a full listen, can't you? In the summer of 1926, the American Midwest saw rainfall like it had never seen before. And there was only one place for all of that rain to go, the Mississippi River. In total, the flood submerged 27,000 square miles in seven states. Good lord! It destroyed crops, paralyzed transportation, and washed away hundreds of farms and communities. By the time the floodwaters receded, as many as a thousand Americans were dead, and more than 600,000 were left homeless. Learn more about the forgotten history of one of America's worst natural disasters, and how the racism, exploitation, and betrayal that followed transformed the American landscape forever. Listen to American History Tellers on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen one week early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. And now back to today's episode. The Theories There are an incredible amount of theories surrounding Katie Up that range from the plausible to the outlandish. Two theories that gained popularity were attempts to identify who the girl in the video was. One theory claimed it was a missing 16-year-old girl from California, even though she didn't go missing until six months after Katie Up's channel started. Okay, let's discount that. Another claimed it was a Polish UFC fighter who didn't want to sully her career by having a mukbang YouTube channel. On the surface, this was more believable. It gave a rational explanation for her cuts and bruises. That's it, though. That's all this theory offers. <laughs> The moles on their necks were different. The UFC fighter could be seen on Instagram with different cuts and bruises than Kate had, and Kate also had a tattoo, which the fighter did not. Okay, let's discount that theory as well, because it's ridiculous. It's more plausible than the one where well, it happened six months afterwards, but not by much. Kate wore a wristband in most of her videos that covered her tattoo, but there were times when it became exposed. It's unclear whether she was deliberately trying to cover the tattoo, or if the wristband was just there so she could wipe her mouth without using her hands, as is a fairly common practice among mukbang streamers. Lovely. Um, yeah, also probably serving both purposes, to cover the tattoo, because that's if she wants to remain unidentified and she's wearing a mask, then it totally makes sense that she'd also uh, cover a tattoo, which is also potentially able to identify her. Another alternative would be to take a breath between bites and use a napkin. <laughs> you savages. I should probably mention the tattoo, since that's one of the first things investigators ask about in a missing persons case. Kate had a small tattoo of a heart with an infinity symbol through it on her wrist, the symbol for polyamory. It's unfortunately not a unique enough design to be particularly helpful, although it were, if she was polyamorous, then perhaps the suck my comment in her first video didn't garner a response from her because it wasn't being said to her. Likewise, her I love this comment could have been describing some fetish of watching her partners go to town while she was sat there eating. Uh, that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? I'm just spitballing here, and I know it sounds a bit out there, but it's a lot more reasonable to me than the next theory. Well, then the next theory is probably gonna be pretty wild, because I'm like Gavster, that's just speculation. To that end, what's a good internet mystery without a good old-fashioned kidnapping conspiracy? This seems... I mean, I don't want to believe it, but this seems possible. 
Uh, the prevailing opinion on the internet is that whoever Katie Up is, she's a victim of kidnapping. It explains the bruises, the voices telling her to eat faster, the alleged hidden messages, her identity being kept hidden, her teeth falling out, and why she eats so ravage and why she eats so ravenously, as if having been starved for days, and why she never speaks. When the idea she was tapping Morse code went viral, she posted a pinned comment on the video explaining that it was not, but the post was in quotation marks and written in the third person. It was quickly discovered to have just been copied and pasted from a comment on Reddit. It was speculated that her captors didn't speak English very well, a reasonable assumption, since everything was written in rather broken English, and it was easy to, easier to copy and paste this comment than to try and explain it themselves. The kidnapping conspiracy made a lot of sense, and it tied everything up in a neat little bow with absolutely no loose threads that could cast doubt on this theory whatsoever. <laughs> Why do I get the feeling that there's about to be a lot of doubt cast on this theory? Either, in my mind right now, she is a kidnapping victim. Like, or she is pretending to be a kidnapping victim. Like, to get an internet mystery going. I desperately hope it's the latter. Was that a little too sarcastic for your taste? Nah, I love sarcasm. Well, if Kate was kidnapped and being forced to eat, I honestly think it raises more questions than it answers. Why was she always smiling and seemingly happy? I'm aware of the concept of acting, but the nature of these videos allow for only a single take. If she was being force-fed under duress, she would not seem so goddamn happy all the time. People claim that she seemed less happy in her later videos, but honestly, she looks plenty happy to me, and I think they're seeing what they want to see. Had she been starved for days and then forced to eat for these videos, as some people suggest, there's no way that she could have finished that much food. Even when I weighed 260 pounds, the mere idea of eating that much food in one sitting would have made me wretch. Competitive eaters often eat massive amounts of lettuce to stretch out their stomachs. The stomach of a person who has been denied food for days would be far too small to accommodate such incredible portions. Another major point of contention for the whole kidnapping thing is why would her kidnappers allow her to edit her own videos and add messages into them? Why, why do we think that they're allowing this? Maybe she's just editing, they're editing them and making it seem like her. It also has the broken English, um, and the messages could be kind of part of the joke, or if she is editing them, why would she? It would be way too easy to just slip a secret message into there if she was really in trouble. Like, if you've got something doing like 60 frames a second, just put in a frame, an extra frame, um, with a whole long message being like, I'm being kept here, blah, 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 blah. And these are going to get so many views and so much analysis that someone's going to find that. I feel like if she wanted to put a secret message in and she was editing it, she would have done a better job with the secret message. There are a few, there are few, if any, cuts in the videos, aside from the ones on Kate's lips. <laughs> so the only real editing is just adding a few lines of text. I'm fairly confident that if the kidnappers couldn't figure that out on their own, they could pay someone to do it for them. Yeah, but then they're identifying themselves. If you're doing this all yourself and uploading it anonymously to the internet, that's a lot easier than, like hiring someone to do it and they'd be like my guys what like <laughs> imagine being a video editor and someone was like hey can you uh edit this video of this girl we kidnapped or like pretend to kidnap and forced to i guess they could say we pretended to kidnap them if that was me i'd be like no maybe i should tell the police <laughs> I can't possibly wrap my head around the idea that someone or someones would kidnap a person, force them to make mukbang videos for YouTube, and then hand their victim a computer with internet access because they didn't understand how to edit or upload it. Well, maybe they didn't give them internet access, that could be a thing. If we were to believe that Kate was being held hostage, then we have to believe though these are intelligent criminals since they've evaded capture to this day. Intelligent criminals don't hand off the Wi-Fi password in the middle of a crime. But if you'd like to know what intelligent criminals should do, I'm sure someone can tell you about the casual criminalist 
Criminalist Notebook, which, uh, yeah, well, I can tell you about the Casual Criminalist podcast. Um, that's a podcast I do about crime. We're working on a notebook, which uh, people will get sick of me talking about, but it's been such a saga. I found I wanted to make like a cool merch item, and the print-on-demand notebooks just suck. So I found like a factory in China through the help of some dude who helps you like find uh, things to factories in China. Like there's this website called Alibaba. And I found some dude who understands that and he was like, yeah, we can, I'll help you out with this. And so we did it. And now I've got a beautiful notebook coming, which uh, will shortly be for sale. And it has the rules, the casual criminalist rules for criminals printed on the inside. Like don't write down your crimes and stuff like that. This was a long aside. I'm sorry. Let's get back to it. If you're like the literal millions of people online that are not yet convinced that Kate Yup is not a prisoner, let me keep going. I'm sure you know that three dots, three dashes, and three more dots is Morse code for SOS. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, because of Titanic. Beyond that, how much Morse code do you actually know? The answer is probably none, because normal people can't read Morse code. In fact, less than 1% of the population knows how to read it. Really? I, I mean, obviously, less than 1% could be like one person in the entire country. But if it's anywhere close to 1%, like 1 in 100 people can read Morse code, please. In the extraordinarily likely event that Kate did not know Morse code before being abducted, under what circumstances would her kidnappers allow her access to resources so that she could learn it? Kate also looked well put together. In addition to the bare necessities for YouTube, like clean, unwrinkled, like clean, unwrinkled clothes, her nails were always painted bright colors with no signs of chipping. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, super irons clothes. YouTube gotta be super professional. I'm like, this is this 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 food on my jumper this like it's okay it's okay though just ignore it that's why i don't shoot 4k i was also always clean and shiny a clever criminal may take time to address these small details but a clever clever criminal would probably have a better idea for making money than building a youtube channel from the grounds and having a grounds up by having a hostage eat as much as 250 dollars worth of seafood at a time all while relying on google adsense to make the criminal enterprise worthwhile yeah look if you're gonna do crimes we discussed this on the casual criminalist at least do crime like if you're gonna do crimes do crimes that are well paid why would you do crimes like <laughs> You're kidnapping people for Google AdSense money. It's just not worth it. I mean, Google AdSense money could be good, but it's not worth it for kidnapping money. They also probably wouldn't bother to include an email address for business inquiries on the About Me page of the channel, but Kate did. I reached out to her for an interview, but obviously did not receive a reply. After over two years of silence, and I'm sure thousands of those emails, it seems silly to think that I'd got a response. But I'd be a pretty shite writer if I didn't try. <laughs> it's honestly very strange to me that this dark conspiracy is the most popular and widely accepted version of events online, as it seems to crumble under the most cursory level of critical thought. I'll admit in researching this story, I could sometimes feel the wicked tendrils of conspiratorial thought scratching my brain trying to claw their way in, but there was one piece of evidence I found, completely by accident, that vanquished all of those thoughts from my mind permanently. Good. I think it's just a big prank. I really am leaning towards that. I think this is just a fun setup that someone's done, and by fun I mean like creepy. But let's uh, let's carry on. The deleted video. There are currently 29 videos on Kate Yup's channel. I knew there was a deleted video both because I had seen clips from it 
and because it was heavily referenced. Also, most sources cite Kate Yup as having made 30 videos. That deleted video was the last video Kate uploaded, and it's unclear whether she deleted it herself or if it was done by YouTube for content reasons, as this was the video where she lost two of her teeth. As it wasn't removed until July of 2021, it's unlikely that Kate did it herself. Okay, great, so she's decided to delete a video that we already know she talked about, thanks for wasting my time, Kevin, but in the more famous words of Yoda in Simon's all-time favorite movie franchise, no, there is another. Kate had actually uploaded 31 videos, but one of them was deleted while the channel was still actively posting. This video, this deleted video, came out after all the conspiracy talk had already begun, and it's not like any of her other videos, not by a long shot. Instead of disguising the sounds of chewing and slurping, we are instead Instead of the disgusting sounds of chewing and slurping, we're instead treated to a lovely recording of the most plagiarized song of all time, Pasha Bell's Canon in D. Wait, plagiarized song of all time? But it, can you plagiarize something that is clearly in the public domain because it's super old? I don't know. This video tells the tragic tale of a woman and her dead rotting fish. The fish was not safe for consumption, and it was going to go in the trash anyway, so the woman had a rather curious thought. If I fill this fish with coke and mentos, will it explode? What? <laughs> While Diet Coke is the traditional beverage of choice for this experiment as it produces the most explosive stream, any carbonated beverage will work. The video is 10 minutes long, and Kate's methodology is peculiar at best. I don't mean that as some sort of underhanded comment implying that this is still related to a conspiracy, it's just a bizarre way of doing the experiment. I think the obvious way to do this would just be pour a bunch of soda down the fish's throat, drop a handful of Mentos in after, and see what happens. This is some f***ed up shit. Why are you doing this to a dead fish? It's weird. Instead, Kate filled a balloon with soda to try and shove down the fish instead, but the balloon was too big, so instead of pouring some of the soda out, she just started with a fresh balloon. By the end of the video, she'd gone through at least half a dozen balloons trying to get this right. What are you up to, Kate? The experiment, did someone re-upload this or something? The experiment does not seem to have been particularly well thought out, and it devolves to the point where Kate cuts the fish open, puts a coke-filled balloon inside the fish, surrounds it with Mentos, sews the fish back up, and then hangs it from the ceiling, and then drives a knife through the sutures to pierce the balloon. Seriously, why is the balloon a part of this process in the first place? It's baffling, and the experiment fails spectacularly. It would have been really cool if it worked. <laughs> really? I don't know, like an exploding, dead, rotting fish? It's not something I particularly want to see. But uh, success or failure isn't really the point. Some people saw this video and thought it was a metaphor, that she was the fish destined for the trash with the Mentos being forced down its throat. That is certainly one way the human brain is capable of interpreting what it just saw, and I hope they remember to stretch to stretch the fish before performing. And I hope they remember to stretch first, first before they did all those mental gymnastics. Yeah, it's, that is a stretch, my guys. There is a less sinister way to interpret my video, and it was my instinctive gut reaction to seeing it. What I saw on screen was a young woman with the freedom to do whatever she wanted and with unlimited access to tools and supplies to make that happen. I also saw a woman having fun, someone who had a fish that would not be safe to eat, so she decided to try and revive an old viral craze by making a fish explode with Mendo's to get views and expand her channel. I mean, that is one way to try something new. <laughs> It'd be like if you just come back to this channel one day and I'm making fish explode. It's like Simon, we're here for uh, mysterious stories from the internet and elsewhere. Why are you talking? Why are you why are you making a fish explode? And I'm like, I don't know, get more views or some. <laughs> it's not very well thought out, I guess. 
Her captions at the end of the experiment, when slightly fizzing soda began oozing out of the knife wound in the fish's belly, read, And for what? Okay, this is a real fail. I'm going to focus on my usual mukbang video. Since Simon is neither Asian nor a teenage girl, he may be unaware, but the double carrot symbol at the end of her message. Okay, sorry, yeah, there's like the double upwards upwards thing i don't know what it means uh is an anime style emoticon other than because she did not want to highlight her failure but i feel it did a lot to showcase her as the fun-loving view chasing youtuber she probably was even if kate wasn't in peril there was still a lot of unanswered questions so to address those we must delve into two final theories the darkest timeline if you're wondering what theory could be darker than Kate being the victim of kidnapping and force-feeding, my answer would simply be, how about something that's remotely plausible? Besides, there are many ways a person could be held captive, and it doesn't have to be by external forces. Body dysmorphia, anxiety, depression, and other mental anguish can make a person feel more like a prisoner in their own body than any handcuffs or concrete cell ever could. While conspiracy remains the most popular theory surrounding Kate Yup, the, the theory that virtually explains everything is that she suffered from bulimia. People with bulimia bruise very easily. It can cause their teeth to rot and fall out. I was thinking that when she had the teeth falling out, that it was from her being sick after eating, because that can damage your teeth and your throat and all of that stuff. So, And then it would also explain why she's thin, despite eating so much food. She always had a perfect smile in her videos, but they could also be crowns, implants, or dentures, and it would explain why Kate seemed to be losing weight despite her fairly regular mukbang videos. It also gives a possible explanation to the voices being heard telling her to eat faster, as bulimics want to remove the food from their stomachs as fast as possible so the body doesn't absorb the calories. Whoever else was in the room could have been enabling her eating disorder and wanted her to eat faster, because the longer she sat there, the more food she would digest. It doesn't explain the whole suck my cock thing from the first video, but on Honestly, there are a million explanations for that. It could have been anything from two different people having the, in the room having some sort of argument over the recording process to Kate's boyfriend trying to get a reaction out of her for a laugh. There's one detail from later videos that I've left out as well. In some videos, you can see a toothbrush taped to Kate's arm. Bulimics will often carry a toothbrush with them so they have a tool which, with which to quickly induce vomiting. Really? I mean, can't you just... I, do you need a tool? To, there's the... Uh, I guess I don't know also just don't you stick your fingers down your throat um grim finally there is one last theory it's just a prank bro while the eating disorder theory does explain things really well there's always the chance that everything was fake the hidden messages the broken teeth none of these appeared until after the first video in which kate appeared bruised which was when the conspiracy theories started flying as a quick side one of the people one of the things people like to bring up as the most damning evidence is that it, that it was all fake is the broken teeth because there's no blood i consulted with my dentist friend and regardless of whether the person is bulimic or not an adult that broke or lost a tooth while eating will likely lose little if any blood okay anyway it's a perfectly reasonable theory that the discoloration on her arm was really caused by the sun and when she saw the reactions from people she decided to run with it and give them what they wanted i am definitely leaning towards that like she was having just she was doing her channel and then this conspiracy started popping up and she was like let's make this into a conspiracy theory that'll be fun and get me views so i mean and that's what it's about right you gotta get those views you gotta get those clicks so there you go her channel became more popular once people thought she was in danger so there was no reason to set the record straight and every reason to lean in and give people more to speculate on and up in the ante in her very last video by losing two teeth and saying that she could die now 
a masterstroke. But why do it? And more importantly, why disappear without a word? Well, dollar dollar bills, y'all. Kate Yup's channel has just under 1.3 million subscribers. No. Of those, over 750 million subscribed after, uh, 50,000 must be, subscribed after she disappeared. To this day, two and a half years after her last video, her, cha her channel with only 29 mukbang videos receives over 2 million views every month. Okay, so <laughs> this is some money. Uh, even if I could take the lowest end of Social Blade's estimate, that's almost $600 per month. Yeah, Social Blade doesn't know what it's talking about. Um, she is making a hell of a lot more than $600 a month. I don't know what Mukbang Videos pays, but let's just say, I don't know, what, at the lower end of things? It could be like 4 bucks for a 1,000 views, so $4,000 for a million. So that's making her 8 grand a month, basically. That's pretty tasty. <clears throat> If I could make $600 per month of passive in income for something I did years ago, I would be all over that. Yeah, I'm telling you, though, Kevster, it's more than $600, man. It's, I don't know, what, Social Blade's just so full of nonsense. I mean, obviously, the numbers, the, the view numbers on there are accurate, but I don't know where they get there. It's like Social Blade, it'll be like, yeah, this person owes between $600 and $6,000 a month. And you're like, okay, big range, Social Blade, why even try? Uh, but it's, it's a lot more than $600. Kate's Confession. I'm torn between the last two theories. Was it an eating disorder or someone catering to conspiracy theorists to get views? It could easily be a combination of the two as well, but while she may have disappeared because she predicted how much more attention her channel would get if she did, it's also quite possible that this whole scheme got away from her and became a bit too much. In a anti-penultimate video, what the? Is that like one before penultimate? Wow, okay. Uh, one month before her disappearance, the video ends with the following captions. As you can notice, I'm happy. Nobody is torturing me. Oh no, I'm lying. In fact, there is people torturing me every day without even knowing it. All those who are continuing to spread the rumor. While this could just have been Kate trying to stoke the flames, after all, she... After all, the more she denied being in danger, the more people believed that she was. It's possible that it was finally getting to her. Even if she decided to lean into the conspiracy theories for views, all of the comments, articles, and videos could easily have still could have easily still worn her down and begun causing her mental distress. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of hours of videos dedicated to the story of Katie Yup, and thanks to us, well, there's one more. Oops. Well, I'm sure people are now going to go over and watch some of her videos, and that's going to add to her like 2 million views a month, which is making her, uh, I mean, that's a full-time, that's a good full-time income right there. From two, uh, whatever, however much it is, it's a full-time income. 2 million views. Yeah, easy. So, wrap up. So what is the real identity of Kate Yup? I don't know, and I don't care. She wanted to be anonymous, and I don't see why we can't leave that well enough alone. Was Kate kidnapped and tortured? No. According to millions of people on the internet, a phrase I say here with the same contentious, sardonic... A phrase I say here with the same contemptuous sardonicism usually reserved for the phrase ancient astronauts theorists believe. It is very possible that she was, but the odds of such a thing being possible are so close to zero that it still boggles my mind that this is somehow the prevailing theory. I can't believe it's the that it's the prevailing theory. For me, number one is it's fake and it's for money. Great. Number two is that it's the bulimia thing, which is a little bit more depressing. A lot more depressing. The fake prank thing is obviously it's quite brilliant in its own way. 
As for the final two theories, I'm curious to hear where Simon lands on this. Well, now I just told you. Because it being either of them or a combination of both all seem plausible. While the internet took a simple mukbang channel and turned it into something it was never meant to be, the biggest mysteries that remain are, is Katie up okay and will she ever return? Personally, I'm going to choose to believe she's fine. Even if she had a de eating disorder, her YouTube revenue should have been more than enough for, the, for her to get the help she needed. Yeah, I mean, okay, great, but that doesn't mean she's necessarily going to get better. Um, but I hope she did, and I hope she did get help. Bonus facts. 1. If you go to the Wikipedia page for the Streisand effect, the very first thing you'll see is the 2003 photo of Streisand's Malibu home, the photo she tried to suppress in the first place. How's that working out for you, Barbara? Number 2. I was sitting in my fitness in my finance class one afternoon in college munching away on a pack of Mentos because they're delicious. My throat was a little dry, so without thinking I tilted back my bottle of Diet Coke into my mouth while I slid a Mento between my back teeth. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Is that does that really happen if you got Mento in your mouth? I guess it must. Wow. Alright, this has been an episode of Decoding the Unknown. Thank you so much for being here. I, I love these internet mysteries. It gets me going. I feel like I've had so much to add and so many thoughts to share. Which, uh, for people who just want the facts, must hate. Uh, this has been an episode of Decoding the Unknown. Did I say that? Like I said, I'm brilliant at my job. If you're listening to it, a review would be fantastic wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Spotify now has ratings. Please do that. Thank you. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, there's a like button below. Make sure you're subscribed. And thank you for watching or listening. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.